0: Welcome back everyone to the Exercast the Outcast after show show I am Father Daniel and with me of course is Father Nathan
1: uh, mm,
0: Hands clasped beautiful
1: And a and a welcome as well to the altar boy altar boy Hello say hello to Ooh. the masses to our mass
0: Hello mass Yes our singular undulating mass uh nathan what episode is this this
1: episode is episode six of outcast season one it is titled
0: from the shadows it watches and you texted me as you started to watch this because you liked a certain scene in particular
1: i thought the opening for this episode was 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 fantastic (laughs) what was that that was um uh yes. The episode in the background played without mute on. Why do you have to talk about it after it happens?
0: I like to peek <laughs> behind the curtain. If,
1: if you just shut your face, then you could cut it out and it wouldn't matter.
0: It'd be like if if we were in a confessional and all of a sudden you're like the video on on your phone that you're watching just blared through and you had to slam that little window shut for a second. And speaking <laughs>
1: of videos, hey, guess what guys? The what? reverend has been recording his exorcisms.
2: All of them. Yeah, except the ones that uh, Kyle did with him. Yeah, what, what's going on there? Except the, the change.
0: Except the ones with actual goop flying around the room. mm Hmm. Oh,
1: this is this is obviously like he's getting off on this a little bit, right?
0: Well, he does
2: collect. He has his collection of things. Oh yeah. He is, he's like a serial killer.
0: Yeah, and and religious guys like rev like like our reverend here, uh they're masochists. So this whole like disgraced from God, tr- retrying to find his faith, going back over his old exorcisms to find out what he did wrong and how much of his pride took over and his ego. He loves this shit. It's just another excuse to slam back whiskeys and smoke cigarettes and throw them on the ground like you're pissed off.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't say that he loves this
0: no, he, Shit. I, he loves I would it.
1: argue that the Reverend is unraveling.
0: Yeah, because what's happening here? What's happened between uh, the last episode and the Reverend uh, pulling his hair out and going through piles of exorcism tapes? How fucked up is this town? Well,
1: oh, it's pretty up messed is the, up. How fucked up is the Reverend?
0: Well, Kyle gave it to him at the end. He oh, said God was these... laughing at him.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's Set, where we left off. Sent
0: him right. straight into a shame spiral, man. I mean, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's going over his whole life, coming back over. Except for the part that we want to know about, which is whatever happened to his wife and kid.
2: I want to know why there isn't more nude exorcisms.
0: The Reverend's not into that. There was well, a one. There,
2: there was the one. Yeah. I feel like there should be more.
0: Did you...
1: Alter Boy, were you ready to... To pull it out were you were you hoping he was gonna yank
0: it out yeah did you chop it out make a gif out of it and then jerk it I oh that's a great idea and then leave the part where he's like
2: clothe yourself harlot if uh if I had the um ability to do something for long enough that that, that I would do that
0: oh but you're I saying would you just
2: make gifs but that takes way too much yeah time.
0: yeah you don't need that much time to right. bust right
2: yeah I just pull it out, and it's like a, a Christic, um, what is it? Christic, mas- I don't know.
0: No. 61. 61, yeah. Yeah, you don't even do anything. You just, like, stare at yourself naked in the mirror, and then you just say exactly what an exorcist would say to a demon to your dick until it comes.
2: Right, and what I would say is 1196.
0: Yeah, and when it comes out, it's just like that goop. It's funnels right? it funnels out like tendrils. You have to wrestle it for a little while. And then pass and out it's right super, the, it's the, oil oily. the
1: infamous 1196 and it's yes and it's meaning um can we just shift gears here because um i don't know Wait. what daniel is t- father daniel what are you talking about <laughs> saying that the reverend is is not batshit crazy he's going nuts
0: well he he is but i mean he deep down he loves this kind of thing <laughs> he loves being the like the desperate, the forgotten, the forlorn. He likes that shit. A lot of these religious guys do. That's why they sell flog Sh- and everything. This
1: show is not that deep. He's unraveling.
0: I'm saying, oh, you know, he's definitely doing that. Because he is pissed off. And, and him and Kyle Barnes are having this, like, you can't come to my birthday party fight right now.
1: Fuck Kyle Barnes. yeah.
0: Did you see that when, like, the woman that he's dating comes over and she's like, I don't want to be with a man who has secrets. I've done that my whole life. And he's like, all right, let me show you what fucked up shit I'm into right now.
1: (laughs) Takes her downstairs (laughs) where where he's got somebody locked up where they don't even tell you who it is right away. But he's, like, keeping an exorcism captive (laughs) so that he can prove that Kyle isn't special, and that he's got the
0: skills. It's so funny, because he, like, cuts his thumb open and he pours the blood into a cup, and he's like, what a fucking Kyle, think he holier than me? What a bullshit.
1: <laughs> oh, gentlemen. Oh, it's a riot.
0: Uh, yeah he's
1: watching him get unkempt. I just keep watching that beard growing. I keep watching that facial hair and that stubble and his unkemptness, and I just, you know, Kyle's gonna start to trim that up a bit more. It's gonna come true, I tell you.
2: Oh, Kyle already looks like he's—he's he's better.
1: Yeah, he's cleaned up a little
2: he's bit.
0: Like I... his hair is washed. Yeah, he's working and enjoying the sun.
1: Mm-hmm. Until uh, Mildred cracks him over the head and lures him outside with the, uh, with the wooden—is it wooden? Is it a glass Staffordshire figure? What is that porcelain wood thing? I, th-
2: I thought she hit him in the face with a shovel.
0: No, no, with her her like four pronged cane.
1: Yeah
2: oh yeah that's a stable cane
0: yeah those, those are like the heavy duty ones those are when you're like you're really going to fall down with each and every step why are you trying to connect
1: the dots to your bullshit assumption Alter boy
2: what what bullshit assumption
1: it's a stable cane like she had to get that where the
0: shovels are
2: I thought it was a shovel
0: and were you no. trying to slip in Abel and Cain from the bible
2: I wasn't trying to do anything. You guys are, you, are just going off track here.
1: Or do you mean that by stable cane, do you mean it's it's for stability?
2: Yeah, that's what oh, I meant.
1: You were saying that you got the cane from the stable, and I was like, Jesus no. Christ. No. We know where the shovels are. This it's isn't a
0: Clue, clue. Alter Boy. <laughs>
1: this, I
2: wasn't trying to <laughs> manipulate you guys. Stop trying to the figure this out. In, God.
1: In the living room.
0: Yes, yes. I I will say yes. I love I I love the little character that Mildred has become this like innocent demon that's sad it's not going to get to see the end of the world and so it wants to hang around a little bit longer and it keeps like doing crazy shit but then also feels bad about it like it's so funny it's like a child. How about she... this?
1: Girl? How about this girl that uh, is at the police station the one that belonged to the fingernail? Wow, that's a real lady, huh?
2: Oh well, the cops weren't there for her. Yeah, she's. They deserve deserve what they're getting.
0: Yeah, look at you, six three, six four, huge dick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I knew she was gonna say something about it. She was (laughs) acting like such a hussy, such a whore, filthy
0: whore, filthy. Filthy. I didn't think so. Filthy. I feel like he had to eat a big Hubble sandwich there. Meh. Meh. Um. But wait, I feel like we're forgetting something. We go. So Did we go with the no, Reverend? Uh,
2: everything jumps around a lot in this episode. They go back and forth so much that I stopped taking notes.
0: No, we're we're
1: not. I've got it on in the background. We're not. It's fine.
2: After after the the fingernail girl,
1: the hussy. Can we call the hussy? It
2: the hussy? Yeah. After the hussy is done giving it to the uh, cop and disappears, we get uh, the Reverend scares off his girlfriend by being an asshole. Mm-hmm. That's uh. I don't need people going
1: to get in the way of my fucking personal development. <laughs> Proving that Kyle's a liar. Yeah, that—that's the blood scene. That's where he's—he's he's getting the blood out. Yeah, if you're not with me, then you're against me, and you can get the fuck out of here.
0: Yeah, which is such a turn since he brought her down there in the first place. i, I t- for like a second when she when she said you don't need to call me and she's getting ready to leave and he looks at her and he reaches out to grab her to take her down and show her what he's doing. I thought for a second he was just going to shake her hand. <laughs> And be like, well, it was it was nice knowing you. All right, see you on Sunday.
2: I thought he was going to um, do the thing that uh, priests are known for.
1: He's going crazy, and he's f-bombing all over the place. I mean, does he kiss God with that mouth?
0: I think he, I think he fellates God with that mouth, and he smokes a lot as a heavy smoker. I get exhausted watching the Reverend smoke in this show. Yeah,
2: he puts them out and then lights them up. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like watch a madman
0: But he's also never just like enjoying the cigarette He's always like fighting it Cause he you know he's always in a pissed off mood So every, every drag he takes is like Like just deep and harsh You can hear the crinkle of the cigarette as it pulls Into his lungs and you're just like Jesus Christ <laughs> I'm not smoking right I need to smoke better I just need a reason to be that pissed off I love smoking when I'm pissed off Smoking is supposed to pacify
1: you when you're pissed off it is not pacifying him
0: no no not at all
1: and look at this Kyle comes home all the money he does make is instantly being sent away to somebody else he loves his family gentlemen
0: yeah but his wife wants nothing to do with it cuz he's a little bitch and won't tell her what happened yeah well you know what he's building confidence
1: look at him look in this episode look in the last two
0: episodes he is he is on an incline sir oh he's just Paving tar on the roadway, feeling the sun on his back, having little picnics with his sister.
1: It's a crescendo of character transformation that's happening right here. Okay, he's shedding that depression. He's shaking the depression off like a dog exiting a lake and
0: getting the water out. Yes, just like that. Yeah. Slow motion, except instead of water, it's black goop.
1: Sure. Yeah, he's shaking the black goop off. Yeah, I like that. Sure.
0: He even jokes around with his sister a little bit. You're like, oh, Kyle. Not everything sh- you have to say is sad. Yeah, where did that depression go, Kyle?
1: Who is this? <laughs> Who is this barnsy barn? Who
0: is that, little tickle? A little tickle tickle tickle?
1: Hey, hey Alter Boy. That's- yeah. So, that's also where you could find a shovel
0: in a barn. Where you keep canes. Are you
2: still on this? God damn it. I thought I saw something I didn't see, apparently.
0: Alter Boy, I'm going to tickle you.
2: I am going to I'm going to tickle you. Mm-hmm. In your mouth.
0: Whoa. Okay. Well, someone, speaking of canes.
1: Wait, 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 wait. The Reverend's girlfriend comes and has a little midnight talk with Kyle. Is this after she talks with her son? No, this is before the son. This is her saying, look, the Reverend's mad. He's upset. He's, He's losing it. He's losing his grip. He needs your
0: help. Yeah, and she also is firmly locked back into her faith after what she saw down there because she doesn't just plead with Kyle like you need to go save the reverend because he's your friend and he's a good man and he's getting lost. She does it like if you have some sort of part to play in this divine war that I saw a glimpse of in the reverend's basement, then you need to go play that part.
1: Mhm. Yep. She's got a moment of clarity here. She's but- going to go back down and back back home and take it on the chin from her fucking little brat.
0: Oh, take it on the chin. Man, he just throws her over the table and just dismisses her as a human being like it is intense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you care about yourself? That little that's how you treat yourself? Fucking whore. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Basically. It's like, "Oh, you fucking him?" Oh, just so, so you can uh b- bring him by and uh suck his dick to make him stay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like I uh I would have slapped the shit out of him. Holy cow!
1: But before it goes there to that convo, it does the little fisher bo- fisherman boy on the porch, and Mildred's hiding with her shovel. Yep. Smokes him with the cane, with the st- stable cane.
0: <laughs> oh Jesus! I can hear the altar boy white knuckling <laughs> the armrests of the pew.
1: Uh oh, man, Mildred looks scary, right? Coming down on him and
0: trying to suck out his life for us. Yeah, she has like a little yeah. gr- she's like a little gremlin face. That
2: face she's the best character in this show.
0: She is she's definitely the second best and one. And it's
2: a shame.
1: <laughs> anyway. Oh A shame. Oh, spoilers. Yeah. Alter Boy's going there already. Yeah, no, we'll talk about that in due time. Although I do I do have a prediction coming for that when that happens. So <clears throat> just bring me back bring me back on that when we get there okay
0: but what is she there to do this time
1: she's there to suck out his life for us because she thinks that she can do something that I don't think Sydney thinks is possible I think he he tells her that it's not or no he's he says that you can't do that to him
0: yeah you can't do that to him but the, according to the interaction that they had in the garage the parking garage with that girl it appears that Kyle as the outcast whatever that is can provide energy to many demons, and she's there to take an unfair share on her own.
1: Um, yeah. And Overstepping gets, her bounds. She's she's had her run, and she needs to just let go is kind of the message. Don't, yeah.
0: don't push it. You're not in a position to do what you're trying to do. And even though she's abruptly stopped, like I was watching it, and I thought for a second that I had looked away and not caught what had happened because it was so quick that she gets pulled off of him but when they take the energy out of his mouth like that i i wish that it did something to them like unwrinkled their skin or i was hoping to see her like walking normally without her cane like if you're taking that energy you're using it to like be younger or healthier right not just taking it or is it so that you can stick inside of your host body better i'm unsure on the mechanics well she left the shovel behind she did only because she was being, like, scolded on the couch, you know? like it, I, mm-hmm. you, could, you could infer that she walked over there and what I just said was confirmed, but you don't see it, so I couldn't really say.
1: What do you think, Alterboy? Do you think um, she left the shovel there because she could walk better because of the life force that she sucked out, or she left the stable cane or, or shovel there because she was um, frightened? No, she wasn't frightened. Okay.
2: Although, I guess, I don't know, Sydney took her off of him, apparently, through conversation. Yeah. So, maybe it did get left there, but she did look like she was uh, full of lively juice and able to do things more.
0: Mmm, full of that demon juice.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I think that, uh, I think the altercation got in the way, and that's why it's there. I think she was able to walk away, though. Like,
0: if she had kept going, she would have been, like, 25 years old again.
2: Yeah, she would have been able to stick around for the uh, the merge.
1: Wait, why is Kyle's life force all of a sudden
0: a fountain of youth? I don't know if it's the fountain of youth, but they all want it, and he's there yeah. to provide it to them, so it does something.
1: They, they want it because it gives them something, and that's what your angle is? I think they want it because they're trying to kill the outcast, to consume him. To be a champion for taking him out.
2: Oh, uh, and I think that he pro- apparently, well, he would have died also because she kept saying he was fine. And he said, and Sydney was saying that if he didn't pull her off, yeah, it would have been a problem.
0: Yeah, think of the others that have been unfairly sacrificed now because you stole an extra few breaths out of him. It, it, Sydney, despite wanting to keep Kyle under control, doesn't seem to want to kill him. Mm hmm. It seems like he's there to protect him, or at least that's what he's doing right now. Whether that's for a manipulative pers- purpose or not, we don't know. He's got a role to play. He's like Hellboy. He's the key. <clears throat> Correct. And wouldn't you think, as Kyle, you get like a little bit suspicious when you've had this guy that's lived down the street from you your whole life, this like black guy and his wife, and all of a sudden there is this weird white dude in like a nineteen sixties suit. That is, like, so incredibly impassioned about his old buddy that he's there to just feel his presence and collect his things. (laughs) Like, where'd you come from? Never seen you in my whole life.
1: Yeah, you can tell Kyle doesn't really trust him that much. He's wary. He's wary of Sydney. Yeah. He's also not an accusatory human being. He doesn't come right out and accuse people. Unless it's the Reverend about being a shitty exorcism priest.
0: Yeah. Although we do hear Mildred say when she's being scolded... Uh, in the house next to Kyle's, you know, after Sydney goes inside after talking to him, uh, she mentions that the Reverend is actually doing some damage. So, the, even though the Reverend thinks he's doing nothing, he must be doing something because he has their attention. Stirring the pot. Stirring the pot. Keeping everyone aware of exorcisms, or when everyone's trying to get everyone else to forget.
1: Frantically running around like a madman, pointing out people that have lost their way. Let's listen in on on this lunch for a second, shall we? Yeah, I'll bet you did. Don't be crude. You don't have to be so weird about it. I know you're banging old balls. Aaron. Are going to deny it? Why are you always like this? Because every time you meet somebody, you meet dicks. You invite them to dinner, and then you fuck them so they won't run away. That's enough. But they always do anyway. Right after they shit all over you. Do you like being like this? Do you hate yourself that much? <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Son. Slap in the back. face. Yeah, back down
0: there. Also Ron. that kid's Ron possessed.
1: Weasley. <laughs> oh, Ron, Ron Weasley's possessed?
0: Yeah. He like he he jumps at it and he's like, "Oh, Reverend, oh, he's the opposite of a dick. He's a pussy." You're like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> Cuz he, he He pauses steeple. for a while.
2: That's uh, That's something that someone that age would do though. Yeah. Just to make sure that you get it,
1: you know?
0: Yeah, he's not a he's the opposite of a dick. He's a pussy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, this this might be taken the wrong way. You know what? It probably will be taken the wrong way. But uh, what is it with gingers and having dirty hands?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, their skin's so white that it just kind of shows up pretty visible.
0: <clears throat> yeah, well, w- without a soul, you also don't have any, like, feelings. So you don't notice when you cut yourself or you get dirty or there's grime on you. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is also why they, they stink <laughs> are are and are infertile.
1: Okay, that's enough. It's enough ginger hate. Yeah, they um, all, they
0: all wear those like pull up diapers too. Okay,
1: all right. Kyle wakes up in the living room. He sees the cane. He's tripping balls. He's looking carefully outside. He doesn't really know what has happened. He's trying to collect himself. He's holding the shovel in his hand. <laughs> yeah. As he advances out into the front yard.
0: Yeah, he talks with Sydney. Sydney talks with Mildred. And where do we where do we go after that?
1: I'm just collecting his stuff. You know they have the exact same car,
0: Kyle and the and Sydney, pretty much. Yeah, I saw that too. And I thought that, uh,
1: Kyle
2: but... didn't have a car. I thought he used uh what's his name's Norvals.
0: Yeah, so then Norval and Sydney have the same car. Yeah, I don't know. Did
2: he inherit it's... that? This I think, is,
0: uh I think he just sort of just absorbed it? absorbed it. Yeah. I think
1: they got a deal on on Cutlass Oldsmobiles or something.
0: Um, it's in the will. just scratched so, in at the very end. Uh, sell your car to your neighbor for a dollar. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> can I just say that the fire chief is always actively doing something? I mean he's like even? Act- yeah. He's an active man. He's always
0: doing something. Oh,
1: it's he's cause, all
0: over the place it's he's all the time. brimming with guilty energy. That's why.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's constantly doing stuff. like right now he's mowing the lawn with his lawn tractor yeah he's, he's also apparently been uh doing something with uh, with hussy I don't we don't really know what it feels kind of
0: yeah see now we can call her hussy I got I did not agree that you were calling her hussy at the police station because she wasn't acting that way she was denying everything she knew what she could and could not say to the cops she was being a professional even though it was a little bit crass now, as she saunters up to the the fire chief while he's aggressively pulling donuts on his own lawn, uh, yeah. Then she be see the hussy come out.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's concerned about his wife seeing her out there with him,
0: hussy. And she does.
1: Yep. You see the uh, the drapes move
0: just a little bit too. They do that really well because I was like, yeah. I, I barely thought I noticed it, but it was enough to be like, <gasps>
2: I didn't notice.
0: Uh, well,
1: yeah. Well. You don't notice a lot of things. I'm, I mean, you, I'm you missing out that... on the
2: whole thing, apparently. You so. think
1: you think canes are shovels?
2: <laughs> it's just one big disaster. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> bullshit. Um bullshit. Look at her.
0: It's bullshit. Look at her. <laughs> he does it too when he talks to the lady out in the lawn. He does that same little like hiccup cry. He's like, you know what I do. I put girls in the hospital.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would actually pay money to be a fly on the wall for the uh, for for when the fire chief goes back inside. Who's that?
0: Yeah, cause yeah, the wife definitely knows something's up because I'm sure he usually comes home and like drinks and passes out in front of the TV. And for the past month and a half, he's been outside chainsawing trees and <laughs> mowing their acreage. Just coming inside late, late at night, spent and sweaty.
2: He's got a busy, guilty mind.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Man, Mildred is such a little sissy when it comes to Sydney, hey? She just bows right down.
0: Yeah, it's like a little kid being scorned. It's great.
1: Yeah. And then we go back to uh, Kyle out there. This is where he has the picnic with his sister.
0: Yep. Just dumping that tar, having a sandwich with Sis. Sis gets an important phone call
1: hmm Yeah, it's time to go visit the yeah. tire salesman in the
0: hospital. Finally, he's back. They didn't just leave it forever. Right, he's not dead. That's
2: yeah. Yeah. It's have, good that that story didn't just stop for no
0: reason. He could have brain damage, though.
1: Well, before we go to that actual meeting, we have an interlude here with Chief Giles and the Reverend. And this is probably one of my favorite parts of the show, so I'm going to... Oh, yeah. I this. love his little flip speech like that they have. I'm gonna play this sequence for you guys, all right? Means the devil's still got a control of her.
0: Well, hold on. Ho- hold on, hold on now.
1: She may be as mean as a striped snake, but that don't mean she's possessed by the devil. You gave her an exorcism.
0: It didn't work. You sure? Of course I'm fucking sure.
1: Well, there are there others? There are. Aren't there? Walking around town, sitting in your church with the devil inside of. I have followed your play for years. Look the other way. Hush things up. All because people believe you were doing the Lord's work, fighting
0: back the devil. What do you want to hear? And I'm a fraud, Charlton. get in fucking line. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Get in fucking get, line.
1: Get in fucking line. Grab a shovel and get in line. Right, Alter Boy?
2: Of course. <laughs> it's gonna be a gonna be a big line. See all those tapes.
0: Yep, for all you <laughs> listeners out there. If you ever wonder what it's like to be with Nathan, it is to worry that at any given moment you could say one thing (laughs) that alters the conversation forever.
1: (laughs) This is just because Daniel doesn't think it's that funny, so he's not joining me. Normally he would join me, but yes, Holter. Megan Holter is uh, visiting the tire salesman, and he is in... He's pretty sassy for a guy that just got the living shit kicked out of him.
0: Well, he's got he's got some hardcore leverage. What did the guy think was gonna happen? What did what did Holter think this guy was gonna do? Yeah. He, he should have, have killed just, him. Yep. He was a per, it was a perfect thing. He's a floating salesman. He comes in talking about tires. He's already got plans to be out of town. So if he had just disappeared, no one would have thought a fucking thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: He would have just Until taken him out in the that, woods, uh, dug a hole with a cane, and been been done with it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I heard those stable canes. They really get underneath that. <laughs> really lift that up.
2: <clears throat> of course.
1: So he's got some pretty heavy scarring on his face. Yeah, he really went to town. He's got a big scar on one of his cheeks, on his forehead, I think on his other cheek. Yeah, they're they deep. Yeah, they are deep, yeah. Do you feel like he's going to get possessed now with this scarred up face? <gasps> Prediction. <laughs> The tire salesman is going to get possessed, and he's going to have the scars on his face, and it's going to be fantastic. He's going to be recruited into this harem. He's going to become one of the major possessed characters.
0: Along, I really want
1: to break that guy out of prison, too.
0: Along with that woman's son. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Ginger? Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's just going to just walk around just being like, fuck my mom. <laughs> Hey, 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 old balls! Did you fuck my mom?
1: <laughs> what about um, What about Kyle tripping out over the goop bucket? Any feedback?
0: Uh, yeah, it's a nice little like little psychedelic trip out that he had. It gave him an epiphany that made him throw all of his progress away.
1: Yeah, yeah. I took a chance on you when no one else would. Get back here, finish your shift.
2: Right after his sister told him to stop hanging out with the priest and how he's doing so good.
0: Yeah. And this just is, throwing it all away, like instantly. Yeah, this is where characters like this like piss me off, because it would just take two seconds where you'd go to your boss and be like, listen, I have a life or death matter. I need to go and attend to blah blah blah. I'm sorry. And then and then take off. At least then your boss has the ability to be like, uh, he might still fire you, but at least he's not just screaming after you like, I'll never take a chance on a low life again, you piece of shit. <laughs> uh And they just, like, it could be a band-aid, but instead they just blow it all apart. Either way, yeah, he has suddenly figured out something, and I I knew what he had figured out, and I watched him put it into action, still couldn't tell you what it was.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're about to find out, because we cut to the reverend who's having a a sensitive moment with himself in the mirror, talking (laughs) to God, Um. Yeah, he's kind of jazzing himself up. This is a precursor to a very childish moment for the reverend, a moment that I will cherish and take away with me. But yeah, no, he's he's like trying to trying to jazz himself up here in front of the mirror, like bring bring the truth.
2: cuts cut. like a he's like a boxer before a fight. Yeah, <laughs> he's got to pump himself up mm-hmm. before yeah. he can take a few blows.
1: Yeah, yeah, where you snort a line and you say, "I'm the best receiver." That ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Except, to, except in the church, it's more like, I was so prideful. Please forgive me. <laughs> and that snorting sound is him sucking back cigarettes.
1: Yeah. No. They have that big bottle of what? What is it? Grand Marnier that he's got? hmm. Uh-huh. And throughout this whole episode, he is drinking that sucker down. Like, that bottle just keeps draining and draining. He's He's getting. Sauced, he's losing his edge, he's smoking cigarettes like, like a chain-smoking fanatic, and he's talking to himself in the mirror, trying to pump himself up into thinking he's something he's not.
0: Yeah, only, tell, only taking breaks to, to remind people how pathetic he is. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, until like throw little tantrums, and his ultimate tantrum is coming when Kyle shows up.
0: No, you don't! No, you don't!
1: That's my exorcism! <laughs> uh-huh. He wants Get- it. You get the fuck out of here.
0: He's like He has been spending his whole life, or at least his latter half of his life, devoted to doing this work for God. And here comes this dopey piece of shit who is a million times better at it and doesn't even want to be involved. I would be pissed off, too, if I was the Reverend. Yeah, he pushes him severely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was kind of surprised by that. They're going to get a little tussle.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you want to hear some of that tussle? hmm <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right the push here we go gentlemen
0: isn't that what you told me god was laughing at me that is if he even exists come on don't be an asshole <laughs> <laughs> me being an asshole mighty Kyle Barnes, hey. who crawled back in his hole to hide but no i'm the asshole because i keep trying even though my whole life now appears to be a fucking joke <laughs> I'm sure you got more important things to do that don't involve giving a shit about anybody other than yourself. Oh, listen to me. No. No, listen no. Me. you go on home. Go home. Go stick your head in the sand or, or, or up your own ass. Whatever. That was the plan, Reverend. Till last night, Mildred attacked me. <laughs> <laughs> or, or up your own ass or whatever.
1: Or whatever. <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care what you want to do anymore. Uh-huh. Oh, man. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? His, his landscaper? His his
0: painter guy apparently
1: is possessed. He comes crashing through the door.
0: Yeah, well, he's keeping this minotaur of a man down in the basement, <laughs> and he finally comes bursting out with full force, and he is fully possessed in a rage. And I I'm surprised these two characters can walk after this interaction. He picks, yeah,
2: it's a it's a good one.
0: He picks up the reverend and throws him like over his head into the church pews. Uh, This was brutal. Yeah, he just ragdolls these gentlemen. He's huge.
2: Yeah, he's a pretty big dude.
0: He's huge and he's scary. And right away, uh, Kyle takes to, you know, getting handsy with them in his own type of exorcism style. And what does he do differently? Hmm...
2: What does he do differently? Because there's a different outcome.
0: That's right. Before they were like, oh shit, we're fucked because I can take the demon out. But then we just leave this comatose husk behind. But his little psychedelic trip out with that bottle of bubbling tar made him realize something. So this time when he exercised the goop out of this giant, it like left him alive and normal instead of a comatose husk. The only thing I could see that he did different was that when the goop came out, he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, Yeah, he didn't let it touch him. Keep cool, man. Keep cool, man. And the goop was like, what? 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 And then just dissipated on its own. That's the only thing that was different. He
1: backed away sooner. He didn't keep his hands on it and let it come out and, and attack him. He just backed away and let it come out.
0: And then stayed out of its path. Yeah. I wish there was something more precise. Scientific? Or just like, oh, I have to hold their throat in this way. Or... Yeah, yeah, or maybe yeah. the priest talking over him doing it is what's fucking it up. It's like putting like garbage movie exorcism stuff into the real act. The reverends, <laughs>
2: yeah, the prayers poor... to God don't
1: help. <laughs> yeah, the re- yeah, the reverends' um, sermons are irritating the goop.
0: Yep. Ooh, could be. It was like, all right, I'll come out, Kyle. But if you get this asshole to shut up,
1: you know, Reverend. If you want to do this, then that's fine. Let's let's do it. But that means that on Sundays, you're the boss in there. But if we do this, we do it my way. It's bullshit. Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now, quick, grab some shovels.
0: Yeah. After a quick, like, twenty-minute interlude where they're not friends, we're 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 bringing the team back together. Oh, he's pretty. He's pretty unraveled, though.
1: I think the reverend's going to be pretty moody throughout.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, because he was going to be the hero and Kyle was going to be his sidekick. And now it's the other way around. And he's like, damn it.
1: Yeah, he's just going to be upset every time. Yeah, no, go ahead. Do your thing. Yeah. Another just good one, Kyle. Clear. Just stay out of the way. Yeah, no. Don't you do some sort of chanting, reverend? Not anymore. I'm not. He's the dog. Just the
2: chauffeur but... now. Yeah.
0: And then what Kyle should do every time they, they exercise someone is that Kyle should take like a little memento for himself. <laughs> and look at the reverend in, the, in his in his eyes while he does it, and then when the reverend tries to grab one for himself too, he like slaps his hand. He's like, "You didn't do nothing." Yeah, I how, have all the power.
1: How about the Minotaur's um, explanation <laughs> of what happened to him, and that he wasn't he wasn't afraid? It was like someone was what screwing a hole in the top of his head.
0: Yeah, drilled a hole into his head, and then like with a like a caulking gun filled his entire. Cre- crevasse of his body
1: mm-hmm. with warmth
0: with warmth right and and safe like a feeling of confidence and safety like he this is probably the most important part of this episode, or at least the next stick in the spoke of this whole demon possession thing is that is it demon possession or is the like who's right is is the guy right that it's not something to be afraid of that he kind of wants the feeling back already? uh that's gonna that he can't even like testify to other people in church to warn them against possession because it felt so good and it didn't feel like a possession or is the reverend right in that that's how they get you is by convincing it it's a holy beautiful thing when it's truly a demonic possession
1: altar boy is it seduction or is it is it true that you should not be afraid of possession
0: you should allow it to consume you
2: what if they're not demons and they're angels
0: Right. Mm-mm. What if there's an? What if there's a mutiny in heaven?
2: Prediction. They're all good, and uh, and the reverend, the reverend's fighting the wrong side.
0: That's why heavenly mutiny. That's why the exorcisms aren't working, and that's why the angels eventually have to be like, "Oh, that's uh, hard. It's released its grip on my heart. I'm, I'm healthy now. Thanks, Reverend." Just to get them the fuck out of their face.
1: <laughs> Prediction. Time matters The amount of time that you have been possessed Matters At first it feels warmth It feels like a warm sensation filling you up But then after a while it starts to cool off And harden And go cold And twist And torment
2: But that guy was possessed for a long time already
1: because it gets restless. No. In turn. Okay, he just had his head screwed, okay? He just he just had a hole drilled in his head and it just got poured in. It was just getting there.
2: But he know? was one of the people that was possessed.
1: It's like a Jaculant, okay? Being <laughs> at first it's warm. It's, it's it's so
2: warm, warm and nice.
1: Yeah, and it's like it gets cold and it you know, you can't get it off your fingers and it it's it gets yeah, terrible.
0: It's being spooged slowly into your head. Yeah. like by taking your fingers from the base and squeezing all the way toward the tip <laughs> you can get all that all that goopy god juice out of there amen amen we're going to need Oops. to get
2: chelsea back for another cleansing
0: <laughs> i don't know i think we've been in this body for too long
1: <laughs> all right
0: alter boy what happened to mildred oh she did she didn't die is she or is she comatose
2: S- sydney Sydney, well, she's dead. They... Or, or comatose. No, I think she's dead.
0: Because they didn't cover her face when she was on that thing, on the gurney. They, uh, they left it, like, tucked around her shoulders, and she just looked empty. She didn't look dead, but I wasn't sure.
2: Yeah, maybe she is comatose like the other ones. Sydney took the, the juice from her.
0: Oh, Sydney exercised her, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: You're saying that Sydney ended her?
2: Yeah, I thought that was blatant implication because she was fine before and she was last with Sydney and Sydney's the only one that
1: oh so you're making had a...
2: anything to do with this this is like a logical puzzle making, that's been solved
1: you're making an assumption
2: yeah but I feel like it's a pretty blatant
1: what what if sucking some of Kyle's outcast life force into her is what killed her
2: no, I don't think that's the case
0: yeah she did too either. much
2: Sydney was re- he was gonna do something he was pissed at her. She was being selfish, unlike the, she needed to be less individual because the demons aren't individuals. She she took it from Sydney. If that wasn't obvious, then that's a prediction.
0: We'll call it obvious. Um, We have one final important meeting between the Reverend and Sydney for their first time, right? Before it goes
1: to that very, very awesome end scene with the Reverend being conducted, being confronted by the real Sydney. This is the first time Sydney has really shown himself to someone who is not possessed or is of of his brood. Right. What is up with this photograph?
2: Oh. Oh, it's the trailer. It's yeah. the camper that was lit up.
1: It's the camper that was burned, but and it's an it's a young Mildred in the photo standing in front of it with who?
2: With the fire marshal.
1: It can't be, because it's a young
0: Mildred. Yeah, it must be Some other character, which means that there's apparently, ooh, what if it, what if there was like, I don't want to call this a prediction. This is more just hypothetical playing around. What if a long time ago there was like a little satanic cult that lived in this small little community and they sort of opened a gateway and didn't realize what they had done and shit just started flooding in and flooding in and flooding in. They became like a focal point. Have you read the...
1: Um, graphic novel? No, I think you should mark that as a prediction because because Father Daniel, that connects all this weird animal crap going on in the forest, right? And the cover up with this camper and Mildred maybe having been a part of the origin of this, and have you know they talked about her age and that she had been around for a long time and. That she was just coming, her, her journey was coming to an end. Maybe she was a part of the beginning.
0: Maybe you're right. There's there's definitely, at, at the very least, some sort of underlying terrible thing that happened that involves a handful of the important people in town.
1: Mm-hmm. And we, we here at the ExerCast, we don't stick around, okay? We grab our shovels and we dig into the meat of the of, of the matter and we start to get down to business. I think that you've made a very important production here tonight, Father Daniel.
0: Thank you, Father Nathan. Can we talk about some sweet chest tattoos? I
1: I would love the altar boy to tell me what the tattoo is. It's,
2: um, you know, a Satan symbol. Isn't it like the anarchy
0: thing? Yeah, it's like a real sexy, swoopy S. Oh, th- you, <laughs> you, you mean a pentagram? Yeah. It's a Satan symbol. Is it, is it even a pentagram? I didn't see what it was. We only got to see the beginning, cause okay, let's let's set it up first, cause we're back with the Reverend at the church, or is it or is he at his own house? I couldn't tell. But bam, all of a sudden, Sydney is in the house with him, and when the Reverend sees him, he goes, "How did you get in here?" And for a second, he said it, in, at least in my head, it sounded like he said it in a way that he recognized him and actually wondered, like, "How did you get in here?" Not, "I've never seen you before. How did you get in here?" But after they talked for a little bit, I think it, I think it was truly just how the who the fuck are you and how did you get in here and sydney is going to make sure that the reverend is not so hot to trot next time uh, an exorcism opportunity arises by carving something into his chest i couldn't see what it was but you asked that question nathan like you knew what is it
1: i was asking cuz i wanted to know oh and it, it very well could be it could be a pentagram with a circle carved around it but why does that why does carving that into the reverend Make him think twice. Like,
2: because oh, it's a warning. I mean, I, said, yeah. It's just he's gonna do more or worse shit to him if he does if he
0: continues. That's all. He's gonna like tattoo the name of his ex-wife on his back. I
1: feel like the warning could a have a been tramp verbal. Stamp. I think maybe you start with a verbal warning and then you go to the knife on the second visit. What right, do you guys the, think?
2: The dramatic effect of that would be poor.
0: Yeah, I get the feeling Sidney's here to either like. Get something done and maybe break a couple of legs.
1: Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it have been more entertaining, more fun, if Sydney just slapped him around a little bit?
0: Yeah, that would have been funny. And he and the and the Reverend would have totally taken it. He would have like given a couple of quick struggles and then just been like, "Well, you're right. I'm pathetic." <laughs> or if I guess
1: he's kind of marking him. Like you could say the devil has marked him. And you know, Father Daniel and Alter Boy. you you guys both know how strung out and anxious and <laughs> consumed by his own uh, re- religious nonsense the reverend is. So this could this being marked by the devil it could be a very, very traumatizing thing. Yeah, it is definitely a five-star you know, with a circle
0: around it. Now, it could also be because when you make one of those on the ground, you're sort of creating like a portal. So while some people already have all their vices acting as open portals into their souls the reverend is safeguarded with his righteousness despite how drunk and chain smoking he is he's still safeguarded so i wonder if this is like by drawing a pentagram over his heart you create a portal to make it easier to possess or control i'm not really sure
1: it's funny how you're talking about the the cult at the beginning opening up some sort of vortex or portal now you're talking about the reverend having a portal carved into his chest?
0: All for the merge. The merge. Would you like to know
1: that episode seven, our next episode is titled The Portal? Really? <laughs> oh,
2: Whoa. shit. Wow.
1: No, I'm just kidding. It's Aww. called The Damage Done. Company, assholes. Oh, man.
0: You almost had a portal into my heart, Father Nathan. <laughs> now there's nothing but a cold, collapsed tunnel. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Look at
1: her uh the damage has been done and that's what the next episode is called the damage done uh reading you guys a quick synopsis uh Kyle and Allison revisit their past and the Reverend Anderson gets carried away during remembrance day <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh oh we also forgot to mention that that it's that it's that woman's son that sees through the window this happening right oh yeah old uh, why'd you, why you why why you such a horror that guy yeah. Yeah. He's just. He just. So he's gonna see this happen. I don't think Sydney saw him. So he's gonna know some shit. So if he is possessed, it doesn't matter. So my, well, that prediction might have been wrong.
1: I think it was wrong. I think he might get possessed, just as I think the tire salesman's going to get possessed. And I hope that the guy breaks out of prison, the crazy guy from Oz. Oh and yeah. He,
0: he needs like a great scene where like the prison walls just crumble and he comes floating out with his legs straight and his arms out at his sides. <laughs>
1: Oh, I think Sydney should just go break in and get him out.
0: Get I really his... want uh,
2: another demon to repossess Mildred. <laughs> yeah, she needs, yeah, she Her needs. she needs to come back.
1: Coming through the, coming through the ground, <laughs> like Jason lives. <sighs> She'll
0: be in the finale. Uh, I think.
2: I think she's comat. I think Daniel was right. She All was Daniel...
1: up in a black bag. Do you know what a black bag with a zipper is?
0: Oh, oh I didn't see the zip up. It's yeah. a body bag. She's dead. Okay.
1: Um, and just for the record, the red-haired kid, the son, is uh, his name's Aaron.
0: Aaron? Why would you say that? Yeah, Aaron was at the window. <sighs> well, I think that about covers it. Father Does, Nathan? Uh, someone have a prayer for us? Would you like to pray us out?
1: Lead us in prayer? Uh, yes, please. Dear Lord, we thank you for all of your graces and for letting us come together here tonight to discuss uh, the television show The Outcast on this podcast. After-show show that we call the ExerCast. and we thank you for the altar boy who puts up with us and and takes abuse. Um, yes, we ask you for for forgiveness that that he misused um, descriptive words tonight to call a cane a shovel. We we ask that you that you let that go, that you uh, that you forgive him for that, and that you allow us to let that go and to stop harassing him for it. Uh, we look forward to the future, to the portals and vortexes that await us as we go back into the past. In the next episode, it sounds like to dig deep into what damage was really done to them. So we've now taken two steps forward, and we take two, st- and we take one step back, and we ask for your strength, Lord, to get through that because those are painful episodes. Hopefully, the Reverend will just freak out on November- on on uh, Remembrance Day, and make us, and make us okay with the whole thing, gentlemen. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Apologize for being such an inconsiderate (laughs) prick. All right. Okay, everyone. Uh, Other episodes of the ExerCast, if you haven't been following along, if this was the first time that you discovered us, feel free to go back. You can find the ExerCast and any other side projects on sadsackstudios.com or look up SadSack Studios on iTunes for the mega feed where we put... All the shows that we make. Either way, that site will connect you to everything. Uh, You can visit me, Father Daniel, on Twitter at 100Lunatics. You can visit Father Nathan at Podcast, And you can visit The Altar Boy at The Intern TPP. Until episode six. Thank you.
1: Who still uses VHS tapes?